Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again. We're sitting down uh, the Rad Toy Collector podcast. This is a very, 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 very special podcast for numerous reasons. Uh, it seems like every time we come out of the fire, we do so with the Super Happy Incredible Toys crew. Uh, a great group of guys featured out of Houston, Texas. If you live in Houston, Texas, I know you know the name. Uh, number one place to get vintage toys at a remarkable price. Pick up a couple of uh, memories and put a smile on your face. So let me get these guys to introduce themselves going around the room, if you wouldn't mind. We'll start with... Uh, My name is Bun. I work at Super Happy Incredible Toys. What's up? I'm Juan. I'm the owner of Super Happy Incredible Toys. And I'm Andres Perez, owner of Toy Atomico. Okay. Toy Atomico is a different location. Where are you located at? We are located in West Houston, off of uh, uh, I-10 and the Bellway. Um, inside the marketplace, antiques and collectibles. Okay, okay, and we're gonna go ahead and uh, if you look at the link, uh, if you're looking at this online, uh, we will have a link available to you so you can look at these guys' social media so you can get right to them if you're looking for something good for yourself. Uh, otherwise, uh, we're gonna try to blast out. You know, talk about your social media, pretty please. We want you guys, you know, to if anybody listens to us, we want them to look at you too. So definitely let know people know where to go. So why we're here. Uh, Masters of the Universe PowerCon. These gentlemen took a trip out to uh, one of uh, the largest, I think, uh, Masters of the Universe convention in the United States. Is that right? It has to be. It was. Uh, it was. It was pretty big. Yeah. Uh, well, how does it compare to like the comic uh, Palooza that they do here, as far as size goes? Oh, uh, well, as far as size goes, it's smaller. But um, I'm 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 on Team Comic Palooza is trash now, so. Um, <laughs> There's that, but uh, I I thought it was great size wise. It was smaller, but it um, it definitely held up as far as quality goes. Definitely, it was like I was telling Juan. I, I you know usually when I'm helping out, I I take a quick walk you know around, and I'm like, nobody brought trash. Everything here is is, is great. Solid stuff. gold. It yeah. was awesome. It was it was. It was very tempting to like already blow my paycheck. Right on, right. So, so no, no seven foot uh, Red Bull uh, stands taking up all the noise and area, just like it was the last. No, couple virtually times. everybody was either a toy dealer or an artist, and the art was directly related to the subject material. Super fantastic! All right, well, so uh, man, I'm I'm excited to hear. Uh, what did you, what did you guys see? Like, what was what was your first impression riding up to the to the convention? What did you guys see? Well, first first thing I want to do is um, I want to thank Andres Perez from Toy Atomico for inviting us out there. I had no idea about PowerCon, and about three months ago he approached me with, hey, do you want to split a booth? So thanks, Andres, for inviting us. I'm always down for California no matter what. So, uh, But thanks for inviting us, man. You know That was really cool of you. No, and thank you, uh, Juan and the uh, uh, super happy crew, Natalie Bond, for accepting this invite and... and and work as a team, you know, coming um, from from here, Houston, all the way to Cali. I think it was a great experience. Uh, it, it, it was uh, it was uh, unique and um, special. <laughs> Absolutely, we ate Absolutely. a lot of in and out. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so what was that question again? <laughs> yeah, no, I just, uh, well, I mean, you know, you you guys are going to a con out in California. California is the big time generally when it comes to everything. What was your first impression, kind of riding up to the con when you, you know? Getting the initial uh, buzz of everything. Well, you know, we walked in to set up, and um, we we walked in pretty early as far as setup goes. So, 
they were pretty organized. Everybody was super friendly. Um, you know, there was a few hiccups with the parking um, as far as, you know, for vendors. But other than that, there was a buzz. Like, um, me and I dressed it up pretty early. And then we came back later on in the evening, and it was just a buzz. But as soon as the and, – and it was in Anaheim. So you're around the Disney area and all mm. convention. And so, so there's people that are about to go to Disney, and you can just – feel excitement in yeah. that area. Oh, that sounds but awesome. Once man. the doors opened, it was crazy. Wow, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. So, I mean, in my mind, uh, walking into this convention, you can hear like the old uh, cartoon theme song kind of going off in the background in random places and Skeletors and uh, Mermans everywhere kind of oh. cosplay-wise. And the first thing that greets you is like a 20-foot He-Man statue. That's awesome. So, yeah. It, it, you know, you, it definitely set the mood. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, let me ask you this. Uh, while you were there, uh, you know, uh, primarily we, you know, I do the toy uh, podcast too. Forgive me for cutting straight to the plastic, but uh, what did you guys see as far as like new toy lines coming inspired by Master of the Universe or official? Well, their biggest announcement was the Origins line that was right. coming out. And basically, that's a throwback to their original Motu series, but with articulation. Right. And if you're a modern toy collector, you know, you know, along with looks, articulation is one of the things that you really want in a figure. Right. So, the you know they they unveiled a lot of that. I mean, honestly, one of the coolest figures out of that line was Battle Cat, because you know Battle Cat actually has articulation right. now, and the packaging was spot on, definitely throwback. So. So the packaging is throwback, also. Yes. Oh, that's Correct. awesome. All right. And you know. And, you know, nostalgia is, like, so huge right now. Mattel would have to be, you know, dummies not to try to capitalize on that as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, if, if you're a fan of the of the vintage line, you know, but you like a little bit of, you know, modern sensibility, this is pretty much the best of both worlds. And the price point was right on. Right. You know, uh, if you wanted modern uh, Motu action figures, you know, you went with the classics line, which are great figures, but they're definitely aimed towards the adult collectible because right. they're just so expensive. Right. Now, these are priced, I believe, um, they're going to be under $20. Really? So, which is great because, you know, you know, the adult collector can get into them. You can get them for your children. And that's probably going to get them into Classic Moto as well. So, did, uh, did they have that two-pack, the uh, Prince Adam He-Man class, uh, uh, Origins two-pack there? Or was that a... Another con exclusive. No, that was a San Diego Comic Con. Oh, was it? They, That's right. Yeah, yeah, they had a uh, like a, sl- a glow in the dark or zombie horde. Yeah, zombie horde, He Man. Um, they had a twelve inch She Ra, yeah. and uh, what else did they? Have? And a little muscle can of right green figures. Oh, the little like the yeah, little the muscle, muscle man. Oh, are, those are right. yeah, the Keshi guys, absolutely Moti style. And uh, were they packaged in slime? They weren't packaged in slime. No, they were just like. Translucing green. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, I, see, I, I feel like me and Andres didn't care too much about the modern stuff. Like we're pretty vintage, so right on. Yeah. So was it lots of people with good, uh, good wares as far as the vintage stuff goes out there. Um, this year, uh, there was um, a vendor from Argentina, and I think he took the the spotlight for the vintage items. Um, so it was a group of of of, of um. This collector from Argentina, and, and I think uh, they have a, a business on, on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. But they had all the variations of 
of uh, of the motor line, you know, the vintage and stuff that came out, you know, back then in the 80s. Um, stuff that never came out here in the States mm. or other parts of the world, like, uh, you know, just uh, international variants. So, so I think for me, because I'm always looking after uh, the uh, vintage uh, toys, uh, to me that that took that took that that did it for me. And That's I cool. had to pick up a few figures for myself. You, you, you spent a lot of you spent a lot of money at that. <laughs> I did, I did. You made money, you spent yeah. money. Yes. But See, I, I spent all my money on food, alcohol, and weed when I was out there. So. <laughs> right on. Was, yeah. There was definitely a strong international presence there. Yeah. You know, speaking of you know, you know, vintage toys that impressed me, I saw probably the rarest toy I've ever seen in my life. There, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the old '80s cartoon Dino Saucers. I am. But, oh. but they were apparently they were licensed by Galoob, but the series never took off, so they never made them. They ended up licensing it to a Brazilian company called Glasslight, and at that con were six Dino Saucer figures. Really? I didn't even ask how much they were. Cause <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, this so it's like borderline like a, like a prototype from the '80s that never got released here, almost. Yeah, basically, the, the the only way to find them in the U.S. is either a prototype or if one got somehow imported from Brazil. Because uh, like, uh, Master Mirrors is kind of like GI Joe and Ninja Turtles to an extent that like there's become this like very large trade of people who are looking for specifically like uh, country specific releases of yes. certain versions of the action figure, uh, like. I, I remember the last uh, awesome toy show I went to, there was a guy that specifically had, like, South American G.I. Joes, and it was stuff that I had never even seen before. I think that's pretty, like, that's pretty crazy, too, you know? Uh, it's not something I collect myself now that I'm going a little bit more towards the modern, now that I'm getting a little older. But, uh, you know, there is some vintage stuff that I definitely want to go after. Probably more of the pricier you save up a little bit, you know, kind of stuff there. So definitely, that's awesome that they have that kind of, you know that kind of appeal coming out there. As uh, hopefully the con keeps getting better, because I definitely want to try to make my way out there uh, next year. Now, do you guys see happen to see any of the like the Mondo or uh, any other like statue companies out there with any kind of a presence when any of their Masters Universe stuff? Mondo wasn't there. Um, somebody did have Motu statues, but it was just a dealer. I don't. I don't think any of the vendors. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of the companies showed up as vendors or right set up a table. Um, there were some pretty big companies though, like yeah. Four Horsemen was yeah. there, um, Super, Super Seven, Seven was there, yeah. right. which, I mean, they were there on time, which is weird for them because they're never on time for anything, right? I imagine their uh, their knees are shaking right now because of that. <laughs> like you, like we talked about in the story the other day, you know, what you said was absolutely right, spot on. That you know what they were releasing as far as like a Superman, uh, uh, a He Man product. Uh, is now being completely like shown out the door by what Mattel is getting ready to release in that Origins line. You know, I'm uh, getting a second. I've actually taken a second look at. It. I really do like. Uh, I like. I do like it a lot better than I like what Super Seven was putting out because of the articulation and because of things like um, that Origins line. The He Man, his hair is it's own like the the head is assembled, you know, as opposed to like it just being painted pieces, which you know makes the craftsmanship, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm talking about it. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a Sistine uh, Chapel statue or something. Yeah, they, they weren't remolds. Yeah. There were definitely new sculpts, but right. they, they were, you know, they were uh, uh, reminiscent of, of the original sculpts. And uh, the paint applications were, were a little uh, cleaner 
the, the other thing that I saw that Mattel was doing, which when I heard about it, I thought it sounded really fucking stupid, was the WWE Masters of the Universe oh, yeah. mashup thing that they're doing. Yeah. But seeing the figures in person, they actually look really cool. So I guess if you're into wrestling still, which I don't know who is still at this point, but if you're into wrestling and you like Masters of the Universe, these are going to be some cool-looking figures. I'll give them that much. Yeah, I've seen it. I saw a couple of the release pictures that they did of that line. Uh, uh, I was kind of in the same boat. You, know, I heard, I thought it sounded pretty silly. A couple of them look pretty good. I like. I'm definitely going to get that Macho Man one just on general principle. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, this. It's got the uh, battle armor. A style chest, and then it's got, but it's got his sunglasses instead of like where the crest would be. Oh, yeah, nice. gotta get that. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. Uh, I'm hoping that they create like a, uh, some very. I don't know how they would make a, a battle cat for one of those wrestlers, but like uh, like when they did that DC Primal Age line <laughs> that was aping Masters of the Universe, right. they turned Ace the Bat Hound into Batman's battle cat. So maybe they'll figure something out. Maybe uh, Undertaker will get a motorcycle or something that's like you know who knows you know i do i do like that they're that i will say i i am fond of the fact that they are making all this stuff that goes along with it even though some of it is a little ridiculous uh but you know i am a big fan of master universe always have been i'm getting a power story tattooed on my forearm here just you know so like i mean that's a thing for me you know uh that was a that was a cartoon that is one of those cartoons that had like a, uh you know do the best you can kind of message at the end of it. It's one of those things that if you watched it, you know, if you were paying attention, maybe you shaped a little something in your mind. Now, um, getting off the subject of toys, you guys were around some real press. You had to have been some real buzz. You guys hear anything about that movie that was supposedly coming out while you were down there? I didn't hear anything about the movie, but there was an ad inside the PowerCon um, program that just had a page that said, Masters of the Universe movie, and then it had a date on it. Um, I have the PowerCon brochure uh, program at the stores, so sure. I don't know the exact date, but that's all I saw about the movie. Um, everything else was just the buzz about the Kevin Smith announcement. Oh, yeah, and that, that we're going to actually, uh, that is hot news that we're going to address, and we're going to get right into that as soon as we come back from my break. So you guys, uh, please go get a bag of chips, get a soda, uh Maybe get about a bowl of cereal and get polished off your power sword and get ready. We're going to get back to talking about some massive universe when we come back here in just a minute. At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. And there is only one man who dares challenge him. They are locked in a battle to the death. A battle that will take them across the heavens. Stop him! A battle that will finally be fought. I want them to get down and draw to me! Across the face. Police! Nobody move! Of Earth. I think I'm gonna need some backup. Can you show us the way? Of
distant galaxy, they have come to Earth. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man, Frank Langella as Skeletor. Only they have the powers to be. Masters of the Universe, live the adventure. Okay, guys, we're back and we're live with the Super Happy Incredible Toys and Toy Comico crew. Uh, we were talking about, before we went to the break, uh, the Netflix Kevin Smith anime for Masters of the Universe. This is something that made me very excited when I heard about it for the first time. And uh, if I'm just going to give you guys Thorin to talk about this because I know you got lots of information about it. Well, well so apparently they, they broke the news in a... Uh in like a, a panel for Kevin Smith, which the three of us weren't even in. So Natalie, who uh, runs around with us, was uh, actually in attendance for that panel. And so we were just, you know, there minding our own business, selling things, talking to people. And I get a text from Natalie that says, holy shit, Kevin Smith is bringing back Masters of the Universe to Netflix. And the next thing you know, you see everybody's phone starting to light up and yeah. it just becomes what everyone's talking about. So, um, and then Kevin came out to the Mattel booth, took pictures, and then walked around and, like, talked to every single person there. He actually hung out with Andres and Bun for a little bit, too. Yeah, oh, he, oh, he yeah. was incredibly generous with his time. I mean, he stopped for every single person that wanted to talk to him, that asked for an autograph, that wanted a picture. And he did hang out with at our booth for a while, I, I kind of felt bad, you know, <laughs> that Why we were taking you... up so much of his time. Oh, no, man, that's amazing. I mean, that that had to have been incredible. Did he buy anything while he was he there? Didn't, he, not not from us. He bought he bought from the the booth next to us, which was, was an incredible uh, artist. So we were really happy for him because he was he was our booth neighbor, so we, we kind of like became friendly. So right on, yeah. We were super happy for that guy because he was... His work was, you know, was incredible, and he was so nice. So, yeah, and he just, you know, afterwards, he thanked us, you know, for stopping him and making him talk to us. Andres was super nervous. You yeah. why, why were you so nervous? He, Kevin Smith had to come ask Andres to get a picture with him <laughs> because Andres was so nervous. That's got to be like a first it's, time ever. Yeah, I mean, I'm typically a shy guy, you know, um, but... It, it it was um he, he was a very nice guy very one of the nicest uh person uh, I've ever met you know and I I met him actually uh I saw him uh, in person for the first time maybe around three years ago at a local toy shop or comic book shop and just seeing him again and walking around saying hi to everybody at the con uh, power con it's, it's, it was just nice very nice of him and and. Just very happy to have you know meet him uh, closer, you know, and and uh, come to our booth. And so that's awesome. Yeah. Was I have to ask? Was Jason Musin tow or was he? Uh... He he came by, but they weren't they weren't together. I think Jason is like a serious toy shopper. Okay, so, so he, he was, was out there yeah. actually like right. <laughs> getting himself a stash. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, he, I, just digging in the crates a little bit, like. Uh, you guys talked to Kevin Smith. He happened to tell you who his favorite Masters of the Universe character is? Oh, that would have been a great question. No, he, but he hugged me like three times. <laughs> yeah. He must have smelled the weed on me or something because he hugged me like three times. It could be it. It could be it. We know he's a fan, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, man, that, that Masters of the Universe uh, anime that's getting ready to come out, I got to say, um, 
I'm a fan of Kevin Smith's. Uh, I like to think I'm familiar with his work and kind of the way he does things. Uh, while I'm excited for him to be at the helm of a project for that, you know, property, I am nervous about what is going to happen to some of these characters with him, you know, uh, you know, I would like to see, you know, who he's working with creatively because I got, like, if he's going Game of Thrones with it, you know, uh, they put that, uh, that She-Ra cartoon on Netflix not too long ago, and it's been very, very popular, but it's been very, very, very in the vein of, like, uh, Steven Universe, sure, kind of, sure. and, like, they're making a lot of cartoons like that. That's the that, animation style yeah, that's really popular yeah, Well, not just the animation style, uh, the, the, the... The, the I guess the the sensibilities and, and the, the yeah the content itself and, and the way and this just the kind of story that they tell and the kind of it's very much in that direction you know for Ken, so you know considering that you know I felt that actually feels appropriate for a property like Shira that has the kind of characters that are all rainbow colored and colorful you know and it added a layer of depth you know like if you have ever seen Steven Universe it's like a cartoon about like gemstones but then they're like having like mace battles to the death and it doesn't make any sense you know like uh so it's like you're able to put that like that that high adventure aspect of something that's supposed to be kind of bubbly and silly uh master universe on the other hand is kind of a different animal in that respect is that like master universe is a very uh, uh conan feel to it just by the nature of it you know uh skeletor is the villain is a guy with no face and you know uh, He-Man is a barbarian with a giant axe that rides, you know, a giant battle cat. So somebody like Kevin Smith uh, creating a story with that kind of an element, um, I mean, it, it, it's probably going to be very explosive, you know? I'm one of the few that's actually a big fan of the uh, the 2000 Masters of the Universe series over the Filmation series. I, You know, I was a big fan of the Filmation series as a kid, but going back to try to look at it, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. Like, I just, I don't... You know how when you get older, things just aren't the same anymore. Right. But I watched that 2000 series, and, man, it's so good. Like, all the stories. Yeah, they took some liberties with, with you know, some of the characters. But, I mean, the story's connected. Like, the whole Roboto, the whole Roboto, like, story actually brings a tear to my eye, man. Like, it's, it, it that, I thought that was amazing. And so, if it's something like that, I'm on board. And I trust Kevin Smith. Like, I, I feel like, and I told him this, I said, man, you know, one, I'm glad that you're still around, take care of yourself, um, but uh, you're one of us, you know, and so we love you, man, like, we don't want anything right. to happen to you, you're you're one of us who's actually out there doing it, so, you know, you're like our hero, man, and um, that's one of the reasons why he hugged me, because I didn't want a picture, I just wanted to tell him that, Yeah. and uh, yeah, man, I, I trust him, like, I trust him, and then... You know about the an the, the animation people, right? Sure, like, sure. My understanding, it's going to be the same studio that brought us the Castlevania anime. Oh wow! And it, you know, stylistically, that you know, it's really cool, and it's it's definitely a departure from the Princesses of Power that's on Netflix currently. Absolutely. So that's like a really dark, you know, stylistic, you know, style. And uh, my understanding is this is going to actually be a, a semi sequel. To right. the original filmation right. series, a continuation, and it's going to be, um, and the way the storyline was laid out, it, it seems like it's going to be serialized. So that instead of standalone episodes, uh, they're they're all going to be interconnecting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I expect a certain level of sophistication from from this new show that's coming out. Yeah, well, I mean, and Master, if you, if you really think about it, uh, Master's Universe is almost like uh, like Lord of the Rings. We have like uh, you know, but at the same time, you've got like high technology kind of mm. 
woven into it. So if they kind of took that, you know, what they did with like the Lord of the Rings movies and what I imagine they're going to do with that show that's getting ready to come out and uh, just add some, you know, heavy tech, you know, to some of that sorcery, it was probably going to be amazing, you know? Yeah, kind of like uh, a heavy metal type. Right, exactly, you know? And that's, that's, that's really what I'm hoping for, you know, is something that, and I don't, I, don't I, I guess I really don't want it to be overly gritty. I know it's going to be because, you know, Netflix and, you know, this is after Game of Thrones, so everything is, you know, wild now, you know. I just don't want to, I, I hope they don't go too far with it, but if they do, well, yeah, maybe it'll be interesting. You know. Uh, okay, so let's see. Uh, what other celebrities did you guys see while you were there talking about Kevin Smith? Um, celebrities, I think I, I, I saw more YouTubers. Okay. So, um, which, public figures, right? I mean, right. Um, Pixel Dan. I kept calling that guy Pixel Sam. <laughs> like the whole time he was talking to me, I kept calling him Pixel Sam. And uh, Matt Hunter from Mexico. Um, he was uh, really cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Our very was, first customer. Yeah. No, on that's true. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I saw. I noticed uh, a lot of YouTubers. So it's like like a little, little more influencers than actual celebs. That's actually yes. cool. I I, I mean. Once you get a lot of celebrities involved in the conventions like that, like it's cool to see them, but at the same time, then it becomes more of them trying to make money with it versus it being a gathering of people that are into whatever it is that convention is for. So it's good to hear that, you know, it's still kind of on that side of the fence as yeah. far as uh, that goes. Well, there was a few hanging out. Like there was a um, Donald Faison, who I guess thought he was still important because he was kind of <laughs> being a dick. But uh, um, we, also, we also met Hutch from the middle. Um, Al, Al, Natalie knows his name, Al, Alphonse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you ever watched The Middle, he's Axel's best friend, Hutch. And it's funny, like, the last, I don't know, 40 minutes of the Saturday of PowerCon, he just ru- hung out with me and Natalie, like, we were all best friends. And so when they were kicking everybody out of the con at, like, 6, I think it ended at 6, um, they were trying to move him out, too. And I said, wait, wait, wait. And I showed him my badge, an exhibitor badge, and I'm like, he's with me. And they let him stay. And I was like, look at that, man. I pulled celebrity cred on you today. But uh, he was awesome, man. Like, him and Natalie are, like, best friends. They're talking to each other on Instagram and stuff. And he's really cool, man. He was a really cool dude. And he was hanging around with this dude, uh, Niobe, who's a a writer and producer. And the both of them guys were amazing, man. They they were just really friendly. Apparently, he was Martian Manhunter on on a bunch of uh, DC cartoons. Okay. Yeah, it's probably due to a lot of gravitas in his voice, probably. Yeah, I might be butchering their names if Natalie was here. If she wasn't at yoga, she would tell us their names. But right on, you know. you know, and hopefully, you know, and I'm sure they're not mad or anything. They, you know, they, uh, we're definitely going to give them a shout out, you know, uh, here in post production. So right on. Uh, so yeah, it's. I mean, it sounds like it was an amazing time. What else can you tell us about the experience? Just that, uh, you know, that if you were going to try to like. You know, tell somebody what was your favorite part of what happened while you were there. You know, I think because of the focus of this con of on the Shira and Masters of the Universe, um, it, it just be, it becomes very intimate. You know, the fans. You know, there's there's a level of you know of um, connection. You know, you're very connected. It, you don't really have to know anybody. You can just Go in and just make friends. Talk to anybody freely. Um, is that that level of connection? 
with with other fans and this is the reason why i i keep coming back this is actually my third time okay and uh and i always enjoy it all this time because because of that reason this was our um as far as super happy goes our second like focused convention so we've done we did JoeCon last year in chattanooga and so powercon this year in anaheim and um while they were different you know they were kind of still the same as far as the the passion that everybody had i mean i guess i really didn't realize masters of the universe was such a big deal like of course now it's like you know because of the toys that made us and all these things that are happening it's it's gotten bigger but man like it, it, it really is a big deal. People were super excited about all of these announcements. And I really can't say enough about how nice everybody was at PowerCon. Like, other vendors. We made friends with other vendors. With just everybody there was just so friendly. And there it was, I mean, it was a great time, man. I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, and it wasn't just PowerCon. It was just the entire experience, getting to travel to the West Coast, you know, the destination. You know, not just the destination, but the journey. We always have fun on road trips. You know, we stopped and took pictures on tops of giant rocks. It was just, you know, if you've never been out to the West Coast, you know, you should definitely go for it. And, you know, this was like the perfect opportunity. This, I had never been before. So, you know, I love going to the beaches. I love eating all the food. And then PowerCon was just an amazing event on top of all that. We even squeezed in time to go to Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You can say I said you went to, uh, went to see Giant. Are those the, the, the rocks from Star Trek you guys went to? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's further That's further up north. Right on, right we on, didn't right have on. enough time. I was taking them to as many places as I could right on. around California. Um, I took them to the Grove. You know, of course, we stopped at In-N-Out like twice a day. Venice Beach. Um, yeah, we went to Venice. Um we, I took him out to Burbank. I had a meeting in Burbank, so I took him out to Burbank to see a vintage toy store out there that's that a really cool bunch of guys. Um, the name of the store out there is Blast from the Past. So if you're ever in the Los Angeles area um, in Burbank, there's a really cool vintage store called Blast from the Past. Um, so, yeah. Um, I also took them to see, a, on a special trip, I took them to see the arcade that Daniel took Allie to in the Karate Kid movie. That's so, dope. Yeah, that's still there. Yeah, that is dope. That is that is something special right there. 80s kids. It's one of those places that's in your mind, you know? You watch your heroes fall in love. And it looked pretty much the same. I don't know if they've updated anything. It like <laughs> you stepped in, like, back back then. Yeah. The carpet, the <laughs> the uh, display cases, the arcade, everything. It was just like stepping back in, in the 80s. That's yeah, incredible. It, a week wasn't enough time out there. I mean... Granted, we did did spend two days driving, but like a week wasn't enough time out there for sure. All right on. It sounds like all you guys were missing was like a DeLorean, and like, you know <laughs> what I mean. And like you and you, you had most of your bases covered there. Uh, I mean, uh, that being said, what would you have liked to have seen more of in the convention? Maybe like for next year, if you had gun to your head had to make oh, you know, slutty or she-ra costumes for sure i would have loved to have seen better uh she-ra cosplays or tila cosplays but i didn't get to leave the booth much either to be honest so i mean there might have been some out there there was definitely an amazing tila cosplay i didn't take a picture because i didn't want to be creepy but she looked like she had stepped right out of the cartoon yes i guess more cosplayers more right? cosplayers yeah, more, more, more cosplayers cosplay, uh, 
I mean, is there, uh, there was definitely a few, but it's not it's not as cosplay heavy as. Well, you know, I mean, your Masters Universe. If, if you're not in good shape and you're doing the Masters <laughs> Universe cosplay, bro, everybody knows what's wrong with you. you know they, had a, they had a badass Moss Man though. This dude was dressed as Moss Man, and then I saw something that I never thought I would see before in my life. I walked into the bathroom on Saturday at like one, and He Man was taking a piss, and I That's, was like, "What the hell? This is crazy." But I, I think the only other thing that I would change, like if if I took over PowerCon, mm-hmm. the only other thing that I would change was I would have more things to do throughout the entire event. So JoeCon, they had all these things. They had like a GI Joe bingo at night. They had like a casino night. They had all these little other events in and around the convention that people could do. So I think that would be the only thing that I would add. Oh, and allow drinking inside the actual convention mm. so I wouldn't have to sneak in beers in my backpack. Right on. Right on. It's just, uh, it's very collector's driven. A uh, lot of shopping going on, a lot of hunt, toy hunting. Um, I think they, it just maintains uh, itself like that, this, this, this con. Uh, a lot of collectors looking for that piece that they're missing, that rare item, or the new stuff that's coming out. Um, so I think if I were to, you know, ex- expect something more for next year, um, I don't know. I don't know. As a collector, I think I'm I'm pretty satisfied. You, you know, would you, would you like it if it got bigger? Like I, because I like yeah. the amount of space it took up and the amount of vendors. I, it felt like intimate still, yeah. but it still felt big. You know, it was it was a bigger hotel venue. Um, from from last year, so it's definitely growing, and I can't wait until it becomes bigger and bigger. You know, until uh, they be able to build a, a convention, you know, a big convention. So hopefully, it gets to that point. I'd like to see it grow to that point. I think it has the, uh, uh, should I say, uh, the I don't know, capacity. Uh, I don't know um, to to grow. I don't, I don't know to keep growing. Well, it definitely um, has the power. The power, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, I, I was waiting for somebody else to take it. I had to take it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, guys, hey, listen. Um, I am definitely going to start putting my pennies away. I am definitely going to be making my own trip out there to try to try to get my own footage because it sounds like an experience that is a fan of Masters of the Universe and that property in whole is something you probably shouldn't miss. You know, uh, the idea of meeting people from other parts of the world that are as you know involved as you know as i am you know that's you know that sounds exceptional so i'm gonna thank you very much guys for sharing this experience with me and with viewers out there um and i think this is a good place we're gonna wrap it up we know these guys are busy making moves and making money you know so uh one last time thank you gentlemen uh hopefully you know we'll get sit down and powwow with you about other things other stuff coming up here pretty soon uh guys say goodbye to the audience for me yeah hey thanks for having us and check us out super happy incredible toys 740 west 20th street between shepherd and durham we also have a uh, we're real big on facebook and we have a new youtube channel now where we post our, our all of our ridiculous videos and there are some ridiculous videos on that thing so so check it out uh thank you everybody um and uh Check us out, Toy Atomico at 10910 KD Freeway inside the Marketplace Antiques and Collectibles. Suite 178. All right. 
<clears throat> All right, guys. Thank you one more time. I am from the Rad Toy Collector Show. This is Tony the Rad Rican saying, keep it cool and keep collecting. We'll see you next time. Thank you.